Welcome to the Money Rules Podcast, where we tackle your personal financial matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Buitumelon Zorko. It's almost Christmas, and if you haven't found the perfect gift for your loved ones, then stay tuned. Tanya Hubert, who is a certified financial planner at PSG Wealth Pretoria East, joins us on this episode to share some ideas of last-minute financial gifts that your loved ones will appreciate. Welcome, Tanya. Thanks for having me on your show, Timmy. Tanya, could you maybe give us some ideas on what to give those who have just become parents? I think we can all agree that new parents experience significant strain on all sorts of resources. The two that come to mind are financial pressure, which, in all honesty, I think most people are experiencing at the moment, at the moment regardless of children, and the second one being some time constraints. So um, gifts that can alleviate these pressures will ultimately always be welcome. Often parents or grandparents have the specific intention of investing a specified amount in an investment to benefit the child in the long term. This financial boost can make a huge difference in the long term, but it's important to consider that this gift entails a bit of paperwork and there are some technical implications to consider. So it might be a good idea to just chat to a financial advisor and perhaps even a tax practitioner who can maybe just help help navigate those waters. For more immediate or short-term gift ideas, the options are almost endless. Of course, the obvious gifts like diapers are always helpful or a home-cooked meal for the freezer, but there are many other options to consider that might not come um, to mind immediately. This can range from relatively small contributions to more substantial. Gift voucher is always a handy gift idea, and some people might feel um, that it's more, slightly more personal than, than just simply gifting cash. Vouchers can also be used um, for online purchases, saving both time and, um, and money. Almost all retailers offer vouchers, allowing the new parents to purchase items that they might need. But an Uber voucher, I always find, is always handy. Consider someone who might not have their own transport um, and, for example, require medical attention for the baby. A voucher idea for a grocery store might also go a long way in alleviating the general financial strains on the whole household. Another voucher idea is for a household cleaning service um, or a gardening service like Sweep South. Um, Getting round to prioritizing everyday household duties can prove to be quite challenging for the new parents. And of course, passing on previously loved baby clothes and toys will benefit all parties involved. Alternatively, one of my favorites, being creative with some homemade voucher ideas for specific experiences, like a free babysitting session, that's a fun and affordable way of showing love to the new parents. To be honest, when you think about it, the reality is that many people become quite anxious this time of year, thinking of all the various financial implications relating to the festive season. So not all gifts need to cost an arm and a leg, though, and it really is possible to experience the festive cheer without all the stress. And what could you consider giving primary and high school children that could help them build financial knowledge or start them on their financial journey? Such an important question to me. Financial education is a topic that, in my view, isn't sufficiently addressed in the formal school curriculum at all. You know what they say about it taking a village to raise a child? Well, unfortunately, it ultimately comes down to this village to teach the youth financial literacy. Assisting children in gaining the knowledge and becoming financial literate will equip them to to get a head start one day in their own financial planning and independence. So ideas to consider here could include financial magazine or newspaper subscriptions, something that will offer access like podcasts or to podcasts and audiobooks like Audible or Spotify. These are gifts that will end up keeping the children happy long into the future. And then let's not underestimate the importance of a good old piggy bank in teaching the little ones to save or a board game like Monopoly, which teaches money matters in a fun and um, interactive way. 
And for those who have just graduated and are about to start their careers in the new year, what would be the ideal present for them? Generally speaking, most of these youngsters earn an entry-level salary, which often needs to be stretched quite far. This is the time to build your financial foundation. And by the end of the month, when you're done with all the financial commitments, there might not be anything left to spend on yourself or to enjoy. I feel most of the guests that I've mentioned so far can help here too. You know, Uber vouchers, grocery vouchers, audiobook subscriptions, but also things like dinner vouchers, movie tickets, clothing vouchers. I think the theme here should be helping these guys not spend their own money so that they can focus on finding their, their feet with their own financial planning. Now, we know that startup entrepreneurs need a lot of resources to get their businesses going. What could you give them to help them out? Most business ventures take some time before they become profitable. So I think if there is anything you can do for these entrepreneurs that might assist them during the stressful time, you should do it. It might sound boring since there's no wrapping involved, but if you have a particular skill set that you can offer, this can be a fantastic gift. As an example, if you're a photographer or a web developer, assisting the entrepreneur to get his website up and running will prove to be extremely valuable. Sometimes entrepreneurs are the dreamers, and a little help on some of the more practical or business issues will probably go a long way and help them with um, that initial startup phase. These are just a few examples, but being willing to gift your time to someone is often the most precious gift that you can give. Alternatively, you can always help them upskill themselves by perhaps gifting them an online course. There are many online courses available out there these days, a basic accounting or finance course, or a topic that will assist them in managing their social media presence. Even a basic Excel course is probably also always a a good idea and quite handy. And then they might also experience challenges from a transport point of view. You know, if you have to um, go see a client um, and you don't have your own, own transport, Uber voucher can once again come in handy or perhaps even airtime or data bundles, which will allow them to keep the wheels of the business turning going forward. And what would make the ideal gift for grandparents? I've found that many retirees really strive to simplify their lives by scaling down and decluttering. Um, They've reached a point in their lives where accumulating things is just no longer a priority. So gifting experiences rather than things might be a better option to consider for these guys. Or gifting them certain consumer goods like favorite skincare products so that they don't need to incur the expense themselves. That can also prove to be quite handy. Then just remember, of course, with with the aging process comes certain specific needs. Often resources are quite limited, making it challenging to meet these needs. Physically speaking, it might not be easy um, for them to fulfill their normal household tasks like cleaning or mowing the lawn. Once again, I think a voucher for a cleaning service or gardening service like Sweet South will come in very handy. And many grandparents find themselves or they they find reading books um, to be a lot more challenging than it used to be in the past. Once again, a subscription for audiobooks like Audible might fill this gap. Subscriptions to streaming services can also be a great gift. Our grandparents, they really have earned the right to relax on the couch for a little bit longer than usual. And then once again, gifting your time is probably the best gift for grandparents. I found grandparents attach great value to their grandkids or children even helping out with For example, tech-related issues like setting up emails and cell phones um, on their cell phones or or even the um, online banking and getting the online banking app going. The bonus, of course, of gifting your time is that it doesn't cost you a cent and the value add in doing this is priceless. And what are some of the factors you need to keep in mind when giving these financial gifts? For instance, are there any tax implications for you? This is such an important question to me. There are many technical issues which might be difficult to navigate without the help or guidance of a financial advisor or wealth manager. 
but let's just look at a few basic ones. I think the most important consideration that comes to mind is donations tax. Each individual is only permitted to gift or donate 100,000 rand per, um, per tax year. Donations that exceed this amount are taxed at 20%. Then another catch for this is that you can't wait for the end of the tax year to pay it over to SARS. Donations taxes are due by the end of the month following the month that the donation is made in. There are though a few exclusions um, that can apply, like donations between spouses which don't attract donations tax, but it's always a good idea to just consult with a tax specialist before exceeding the 100,000 rand limits. They, they might be able to help you um, with the technicalities and advise you um, in terms of structuring the donation. Another important consideration comes in um, when investments are made by parents or grandparents in the name of a minor. It's important to understand that while the child is a minor, the parents or legal guardians are usually the individuals who have authority to act. But as soon as that child turns 18, they obtain full control of this investment. Another implication of investments in the name of a minor is the fact that it does not form part of the parent's estate, but rather the child's own estate. Also, just keep in mind um, that most financial institutions will insist on paying the funds out when, when, it, uh, when you reach the point of withdrawal, only to the bank accounts in the name of the investor, who in this case is the child. Thank you so much, Tanya. That was Tanya Hubert, who is a certified financial planner at PSG Wealth Pretoria East. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Rules Podcast. To listen to more, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Money Rules. MoneyWeb, Money. your trusted source for business and investment insights.